Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and all ships at sea, as they used to say back in the 30s and 40s. Um, I wasn't there, but I've heard broadcasts from then. And hold on, folks, this hat. I got to get another one of these because it just doesn't fit right. It's never straight. It's like it was sewn by somebody that was drunk. Um, and where it comes from, I have no idea. If you hear a strange droning sound in the background every once in a while, I've got a heater running in here because it's it's a little bit cold outside. And I'd rather use the electric heater than to use the propane. Propane's expensive. Okay, good. Got that all explained. Um, I originally wasn't going to do a show tonight, but I decided, what the heck, you know. Um, I was doing two and three a week, and um, I've got the promise of CenturyLink that they're supposed to come out next week and hook me up with DSL. We'll see about that. So I can use up some of this um, this jetpack on this show and on Monday night show. Uh, let's see. Let's uh, see where we're going to go here. Um, I just want to check some settings to make sure that we're doing good. Okay, 24 meg- gigabytes, and I've got 50 on here at least. And about a half a battery. So, and we got four bars. Good. <clears throat> okay, folks. Um, last night I was browsing around um, aimlessly, it seemed like. And I, I typed in uh, Dr. Nowak. And I'd seen most of the videos about him, you know, and uh, and and presented it to you here on, on the show. And I said, you know, let me just scroll down a little farther. And I did, and I found Carrie Madej. Um, Madej, yeah, that's, that's how it's said. And um, a fantastic video. Fantastic video. Yeah, a little bit of a uh, Christian leaning towards it, okay? But still fantastic. She comes out with some, I mean, I mean, it could sound like Christianity is garbage, but it, I'm just saying that if that's not your forte, listen to it anyway, because it's good. Um, she goes into a lot of stuff. Um, and then after her, there's Dr. Tenpenny, who kind of follows up um, uh, like cleanup batter in a, uh, on, in a ninth inning at a baseball game. Um, and knocks a few of them out of the park herself. So I'm going to go ahead and start this. I'm not going to stay on very long. I'm just going to stay on long enough to play these videos and maybe talk about them afterwards. But uh, Dr. Madej um, has been around for a little while now, a couple of years, uh, you know, active talking about the vaccines because they've only been around for a couple of years. And um, she is quite adept when it comes to looking at what's in the vaccines, what's, um, you know, what the plans are for the vaccines. And, and you'll see that tonight. She actually was privy to go to a, a meeting where she had a lot of the um, elitist stuff laid out for her, asking if she joined with them. Um, so that, that was pretty neat. And um, Dr. Tenpenny, you know, she's always good for, for some really good information so um without further ado i'm going to go ahead and start this okay i'm going to hit this which makes me really small and um another thing i wanted to do <clears throat> if at all possible nah don't like that i guess we'll have to 
stay with that. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Not for lack of trying, right? Okay, so we're going to go ahead and uh, jump over here, and I'll enlarge the screen for those of you who need it enlarged. And, um, and we'll go from there. Uh, this video is, I think, geez, I think it's like 40 or 50 minutes, but it is jam-packed with good stuff, folks, jam-packed. And she's being interviewed. This is um, put on um, Rumble by Non-Vaxxer, who's put a lot of things on her, and I don't think it was an original from the Non-Vaxxer. There's a, a guy doing an interview with Carrie, and uh, I think it's his video, but uh, it must be public domain. If ever, I've seen this in several different places. Um, it's going viral everywhere. <clears throat> so I don't feel funny about copyright issues or anything like that. Plus, that's information you all need to know, and I'm sure the guy that originally did it knows that. He knows that people are going to give him credit. So when the video starts, um, look and see who the guy is and... Um, and uh, he'll have credit that way. And then you can go. He's got a lot of neat stuff. Uh, Non-Vaxxer 420 does. So you can go to his uh, Rumble site and check him out. So uh, here we go. Dr. Carrie Madej. And uh, with some really awesome stuff. The Midnight Sentinel, I guess. Oh, come on. Okay. All right, here we go. From the top. Strange land. Sadly, it's becoming more challenging every day to recognize our own country. Listening to the Midnight Sentinel will help us make sense of the craziness we're seeing and hearing about all around us. Yep. We need patriots and Christians who are willing to stand up for the values that made our nation great. Are you ready to be a Sentinel? Here's J.D. Rucker. You know, we have... As a show, we have uh, a wide variety of people that listen and watch the show because you know, there's a lot of people that are coming on for the first time and they had no idea that there were all these conspiracies, no idea that that government was involved, that doctors were involved, had never really looked into you know the Great Reset or anything like that. And we have a lot of our longtime listeners who have been well aware of this stuff for a while. Today we have a guest who you know, I'll give her website so you can get her full background and I'll let her explain exactly what she's doing and how she's doing it but here's the thing we have basically two types of doctors today and i'm not talking about the doctors that are out there pushing the the vaccines i'm talking about two types of doctors that are trying to tell the truth there are those who who want to stay you know straight with the science and they i i try to get them to speculate and there's no speculation they're like you know what it just we don't know what's in, the, in these things and, and i'm concerned <clears throat> doctors that are willing to say look you know, this is a this is a world that we live in today, where there are bad things happening. There are bad people doing them, and we need to, to figure out what's going on. What I found is that a lot of the doctors that fall into that second category uh, tend to be not just you know scientists, not just doctors, but also Christians. And this seems to be a prevailing uh, theme with these doctors. And look, I, I want to talk to everybody. I want to get as much information as possible, but. 
it is very refreshing when we get doctors who are willing to come out and say the things that others may not be willing to. So today I'm very blessed, pleased, and honored to have Dr. Carrie Madej joining us today. Dr. Carrie Madej, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How about you? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. You know, you, you could be better, I guess, if things were, were back to normal. But then again, you know, maybe living in a time such as this isn't such a bad thing for us, right? Absolutely. I tell people that all the time. It's bittersweet. But, you know, the world is not has not been good. You know, we've had genocides and division and everybody's fearing about getting cancer and dying and keeping their job and all these things. And we shouldn't be going through that. Slavery is at an all time high human trafficking. So this this chaos that had to happen. Right. And why did all of those things happen in the past? Well, we separated ourselves from God. We took God out of our churches, our homes, our our government, our schools, ourselves. And we disconnected from our source, our creator. And so this, to me, this is why this happened. Because then you have no accountability, no responsibility personally or collectively. And uh, these things happen. We became very numb. We became very accepting of things. And look where we're at now. And so this chaos had to happen. But this is our time to rise up and to connect ourselves back with God, our Father in heaven. And so it doesn't have to be all a bad thing. Absolutely, no, for sure, and that's the you know, that brings us to the this notion that uh, bad things are happening. There is a lot of chaos. There's a lack of understanding and knowledge, and yet <clears throat> there are people apparently who know well, at least close to exactly what's happening, and they're kind of manipulating the situation. I would say a lot of the people in government. I'm not one who's generally distrusting of government, but when it comes to this, I've I've learned to lose a lot of respect for the people who are making decisions. Then you've got media, big tech, academia, but you also have a lot of doctors out there that are echoing, you know, basically the big pharma push. You have done extensive uh, examination. I wouldn't say research because research, you know, when people think of research, they think of lab coats and, and day in, day out. You've examined a lot of the research. You've seen what's happening out there and you've seen basically what these quote unquote vaccines um, are without necessarily knowing exactly what they are. But you've also done some research into something that is very, um, I guess you could say it's it's getting a lot of attention. These monoclonal antibodies are all the rage right now, right? Everybody's talking about, oh, can't wait to get my monoclonal antibodies. Um, I'm a big fan of, of like, you know, vitamin D, zinc, stuff like that. But some people want their monoclonal antibodies. You have some information about that. Why don't you tell us? So, you know, even in the uh, freedom movement and the anti-vaxxers, you know, people are against getting these injections or genetic modification um, uh, devices, really. And so, but then I see those same people run to get the monoclonal antibodies. And I'm like, oh, you just have no idea. First of all, they're brand new. They're experimental. They have very little research on them. Okay. I mean, you're putting something in your body that you don't have research on. However, we know something about it. So these are called a cocktail. So what that is, is they're taking antibodies from three sources. One is just a human source. What does that mean? Is it somebody from the street? I mean, what is that? Do we know if they're purified? We don't know. Okay, that's one. Number two, they're doing, they're using aborted fetal cells. When they say they're not, they're lying. They're using a play on words. They're using the HEK line, the human embryonic kidney cell line. It's 293, 293. What that means is it took 293 living 
embryo fetuses, not embryo, sorry, living babies that were born. So they aborted them alive. They're still living with their heart beating. Then they take them to a cold lab and then they kill them there alive. It took 293 of them to get that cell line. And so what they do is they make those lines cancerous so they never stop dividing. They don't want to tell you they're putting cancer cells from an aborted fetus in you. So they're going to tell you that it's immortalized. Isn't that a nice word? It's very, and then they tell you they're cloned. But just that's what it means. You're taking in an aborted fetus that was killed in a lab, and then you had a cancerous cell line from it. It's being injected inside of you. Okay, so you got two sources. Now the third one is from a human and a mouse genome pushed together inside of a mouse, and the mouse spits out a human kind of an antibody, but from a mouse. So this is called something called a chimera. A chimera is two creatures pushed together, and they're going to be spitting out an antibody. Now, you have to understand, all the genetic material that a human body takes up, whether we eat it, whether we inhale it, we come injected with it, your bo our bodies are amazing. It takes up genetic material to analyze it and sometimes incorporate it inside of our genome. It's called epigenetics. And so when it does that, you can be taking up part of a mouse human antibody, I mean, a genome or genetics. It's crazy. Or the aborted fetal uh, sick cancerous cell line. People need to realize these are things that normally could happen in the body. Why would you inject yourself with it? So there's a problem also with this human mouse um, antibody cell line. It has a trade name called Velocimmune. So I knew this. I recognized this from years ago when I had a very big practice here in, in uh, Georgia. I took different cases, complicated. And of course, I got cancer patients. Well, many of them were breast cancer patients that were put on a newer chemotherapy agent called immunotherapy. And they use the same mouse human line. It's called Velocimmune. Okay, so they took that line and they put it in this chemo agent. The, and, and at first, the people looked great. These women were doing wonderful. I feel good. My tumor shrank. And then what happened within one to three years, sometimes five, but usually one to three years, there was um, an allergic reaction, they called it, and the woman would come back loaded with cancer. All the organs looked like they had melted together. I couldn't, nor could the radiologist tell one organ from another. So it was a fulminant, terrible reaction. This is a failure. They're going to use the same mouse line on people right now. This is horrifying because although people are only getting one or two of these doses, not many, this can't be good. So what are you trading? I mean, you're just, to me, I tell people, I guess maybe if you're on your deathbed, you could try it, but think about what you're putting in your body. Just don't go run out and get it. I've seen people get this as a preemptive action. No, for certain. And it's funny because I don't think a lot of people realize that the way that a lot of this, this pharmaceutical research works is that they come in, they say, let's try this to, to go after that. And then they'll monitor the results and they'll say, well, you know what, here's the funny part. It didn't do what we thought it was going to do, but it did do this. So why don't we try to shift a little bit and make it work on this? You know, I think it was it Viagra or one of those was famously not developed for what it's now known for blood to pressure. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. You know, they, they go in for one thing and then all of a sudden it's like, wait, you know, it didn't quite work for that, but guess what? <laughs> yeah. We got something else. So yeah. So that sounds exactly like what you're talking about there. Plus there are obviously dangers of the past uses. Do you feel that, that because of the fact that, that the, 
there was basically victory victory and success in the beginning but that years down the line is when the the yeah. uh, side very short manifest. very Maybe short not very long exactly I, but it's really still believe we'll we see, see that yeah i don't we're uh, see that with this a hundred percent there's no doubt a lot of the oncologists are reporting right now they're seeing explosions of cancer happening explosions the only difference is the people getting the injections um and the infusions of these things um absolutely and i you know i've been taking samples from these vials falsely called vaccines these injections looking at them and some of them have been analyzed by some genetic and nanotech engineers who need to remain anonymous and quietly they've looked at what i've been looking at in a different way and they've telling me they have never seen these cancer cells grow so fast with this um the, the contents of the vial. They said, this is horrifying. They've never seen anything like this. They predict that this will cause an explosion of cancer and people getting it as well. You say that these, these people that you spoke to, they cannot be named. Have they told other authorities? Have they told doctors or the CDC or, or you know, basically is, are the authorities aware that this is happening? When people come, especially if it's a bigger lab, um, I've had one or two people tell me they saw something, found something, and they told others. And then the next day, their lab is completely cleaned out. There's no equipment, nothing. Everything's gone, software, computers, everything. This stuff happens, guys. This is a worldwide plan. Um, people are threatened personally. And, sir, you lose your job, right? Um, and then people are just scared in general. So think about that. I mean, you have the biggest industries in the world, the biggest people in the world behind this. They don't want to get in trouble. They don't want this stuff to be known. So it makes sense, doesn't it? it well, I guess if you're of that mindset, I, you can see how it could make sense to them for sure. The uh, I want to get into the risks of of the vaccines, what you've seen, you've got a wealth of knowledge that can take up, you know, probably seven hours. And I don't think we're going to stay on today for seven hours. But before we get to that, I wanted to get some, let's call, I don't want to go so far as to say it's medical advice, but I wanted to get your opinion as far as prevention. You know, those of us who have not been jabbed, those of us who will not get jabbed unless they bring a gun. And even then they probably better bring more guns to my house at least. Um, you know, those of us who, who still, we just, we don't want to, we want to fight this. We just don't want to inject that, any stuff into us. What would you recommend um, for people that want to fight this? Yeah, you don't take these shots. These shots uh, are, <laughs> are kill shots, okay? They are introducing experimental technology never before used on humanity. They are genetically modifying you with synthetic genes that will make you, in essence, you get enough of it, you will not be human anymore, literally. And also causing a lot of genetic malformation, so any disease you can ever think of. Um, also, artificial uh, technologies being injected into the person so that you become your own personal little walking computer that is a two-way communication. These are facts. This isn't conspiracy anymore. These are facts. So you don't do that. Um, your bodies, we need to remember our bodies are amazing. They're, to me, it's your, your holy temple. And we were built beautifully and amazingly well. We have to realize that why we get sick is because of toxins that are introduced into the body. And toxins can be our mindset too, toxic mindset. 
but I tell people, make sure your body is in tip-top shape. You treat it well. You treat, eat organic food. Invest in good food. Cook at home, right? Do not eat these bioengineered foods, which are all, anything in a packaged. You have to cook at home with really good food. That's number one. Um, you drink good, clean water. Water is life. So all the water is pretty much contaminated from the taps. Do not trust them. Clean your own water. Get a Berkey filter. Um, and get, you know, they have carbon filters, but then on the bottom, you get an extra arsenic plus fluoride filter. You filter your own water, your health changes in weeks just by doing that. So water is life. Water is the most important thing. Those two things will change you. The drugs are not safe, even like they were five years ago. You know, try to get off drugs. You don't really need them. People think they need them, right? Um, and that's a process, but you need to, you were like plants. We need water and sunlight. You need to go outside. You need to go outside. You need to be, we're social creatures. We need to be around each other. So why don't we sit down and have dinner together? Come together. Actually physically sit down. Pray. Praying is powerful. We have science. I love, I'm a scientist too. I have science to back up things, but we know prayer works. The, the studies have been hidden from people. We know touch works. The studies have been hidden from us. How powerful our touch is. Our thoughts and tensions are powerful. So Dr. Masur, Masur Emoto, E-M-O-T-O, amazing work. He looked at water crystals under the electron microscopy. So we are mostly water, 90% water. And water is amazing. It doesn't, uh, it freezes when it shouldn't, it boils when it shouldn't. It actually, when it freezes, it condenses, I'm sorry, it expands instead of condenses. It holds memory, it has intelligence. And so with intention and from where it comes from, we'll form a different crystal. And so what he did is he had people praying over distorted water crystals from polluted site and the crystals would change into a normal, beautiful structure. Each word produces a different crystalline structure. Each word, remember there's power in the words. In the beginning, there was the word. See, the Bible has never been just you know a fantasy myth like most people were taught. The Old Testament is just as relevant as the New Testament. We've been taught improperly and wrong. If you look at the Bible, it will tell you everything you need to know and how words are powerful. There's power of life and death in our words, in our tongue. And if we really start to go back to these basics and remember how amazingly, wonderfully, and fearfully we're made, those are the answers that we need. And Jesus Christ, Yeshua, also said, he, he gave us all the instructions for this very day. And he told us that we could do greater things than he, but we have to live it and walk it and be one with our Father Creator. Absolutely. Very well said. You, you brought up the uh, book of John. This is, uh, it's, it's amazing because we weren't supposed to be having a theological discussion, but I just want our audience to know that I am a, a full, wholehearted agreement that it is one Bible, the Old and the New Testament. You need to read the whole thing. I was just doing a, a different show yesterday, um, actually the J.D. Rucker Political Report, and during the political report, I'm talking about, hey, you know, you can start with, it's, it's good to, to go ahead and start with the book of uh, the Gospel according to John, and if you're a new Christian, and then move on to to James and First uh, Peter, but then go back and start to, you know, if you're just getting started, go start with Genesis because there's so much in there. Jesus is in the Old Testament. People need to realize that, and uh, instead of just saying, "Oh, don't worry about that stuff. That's for the Jews," no, Yeshua <laughs> is our Lord and Savior, and He was a Jew, folks. <laughs> we got to remember that. Um, you can learn more at carrymaday.com, uh, C-A-R-R-I-E-M-A-D-E-J.com. Is that the best website for you? 
Yes. All right, perfect. I want to get that. You know, a lot of times people wait to the end and then they don't get to hear, but but that's a website that people, you can get a premium membership there. You can learn a whole lot about Dr. Carrie Madej. So, well, um, I, you made me lose my train of thought. You got me on, on a Christian. Uh, on a, on a well, yeah, I have to okay. tell I have to tell people <laughs> this one thing is we need to start bringing our spirituality back in everything we do, Amen. whether it's whether it's politics or education or medicine. We have to. If you want to know how we go through this and we survive through this, that's the way. That is the way, and it's great to hear that from somebody who is who is like I said, scientifically minded. You know, all too often we say, "Oh, but I I looked under the microscope and it was this." No, I want to hear the whole thing because we have to look at. We have to look at this holistically. Right now, we're not fighting just against the machinations of greedy men. A lot of times people will say, oh, this is just, you know, big big farmers out there just think print money. Oh, folks, I wish it was just that. If it was just that, we could fight that much more easily. We're fighting against powers and principalities. Powers and principalities, yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And uh, that's where we start to get into some really crazy stuff. Everybody read Ephesians 6.12. So the, uh, the... we, we barely touched on the actual vaccines themselves. Let's go to dive into those because you've done some extensive research in this case of the vaccines and you've looked at them, you've seen what they are, you know, they're not vaccines. We, we don't even, you know, I like to use air quotes, the vaccines, these are, these are manipulative, ma- manipulative and uh, very deadly and, and evil injections. Um, I think that one of the misnomers is that these are experimental injections. I don't think they are. I think, I mean, I think there's an experiment going on, but I don't think that the injections are necessarily experimental. I think in a lot of ways, they know exactly what they're going to do and how they're going to do it. I could be wrong, but um, let us know, tell us, because we want to talk about why they're pushing this on children, why they're pushing this universally, why they're lying to us about everything and gaslighting us along the way. But let's start with the science. You've actually examined these. You've looked at these mRNA uh, vaccines or jabs or whatever. You've looked into J&J. You've seen these things under the microscope, and you've been shocked. So why don't you tell us about that? Well, why I started to look at them under the microscope was for a reason. I, you know, I, I, um, I attended some business owners meetings in Atlanta, Georgia here, and also some World Congress scientific meetings. And in these meetings, I was recruited to them. They were talking about the future of all of us very soon. And they said, humans will change. The world will change. You can't stop it. So you want to be on our side, the controller side. There's controllers and controlled. And I was shocked because in here they talked about changing the human body genetically and melding the human body with artificial intelligence. This is, this is real, guys. This is even business owners' meetings. Okay? This is not fantasy, not conspiracy. This is a fact. And if you want to know more, go go to the World Economic Forum's website. They have the master plan there about all of us. And so they'll tell you some fantasies that it would be great, like, oh, you just walk in your house, you think about turning on your lights, it happens, because you're now a Wi-Fi walking thing. Think about that. Just like your phone, something can be downloaded inside of you. Okay, that's just a brief overview. And I thought this was horrific, because in these meetings, they weren't talking about really improving humanity. They were talking about how to control everybody. That was their intent, right? So you could take something, you could take a good technology, just like just like a smartphone. We can use it for some good things, right? We could talk to people around the world and see their face, or we could use it for something bad. Depends on your intent, your intention. And people right now have a high amount of technology in their hands without the wisdom, without spirituality, and that's a dangerous thing. So I did not agree with this, but and I, I 
I stopped speaking up for many years. I can tell you that because I didn't agree with any of these things. And I was in the Dominican Republic for six years. And while I was there, this pandemic happened. And I, I thought that was curious because what we're doing a lockdown and I started to read up on it and I saw the word vaccine and I saw these ingredients that I knew about from these meetings and I cried. I was very upset and then I got angry and then I got an epiphany and I started writing down something one night and I said, no, I didn't learn all this for nothing. I'm going to start telling people that have the ears to hear and the eyes to see what is going on. And so I started talking about it, but then I thought to myself, you know, for a while, I said, you know, well, maybe they're, they're all liars. Maybe they're lying to us. Maybe what they say is in there is not really in there. How do we know? I want to see myself. So I was able to get some vials of these injections and I looked at them under the microscope myself with a compound microscope. I looked up to 600 times magnification and I didn't expect to see much. And I was horrified by what I saw all three manufacturers. Um, I saw synthetic substances that are known as superconducting materials inside of them. That means it's an injectable computing system, literally all of them. So for sure, they are putting artificial intelligence inside of you. What is that for? Well, I was told it was for spying and surveillance on people. Um, and they said that by 2030, all of us will be melded with artificial intelligence. This is real, guys. This is, there's another reason, another motive that they're doing it. It's not about this invisible virus. It's not. It's about getting technology inside of you that can be used to do surveillance and predictive policing on you. It is not a fun uh, matrix cool thing that you learn karate and all this. That's not true. It's for another purpose. So we need to stand up and say no. I also saw... Uh, different organisms inside of there, um, you know, some that I, I, I just was not aware that they were putting things inside of there like that. Um, there's some bacteria-like organisms and also some hydra, these are like water parasite kind of things, um, but they've been using them for, um, in this movement called transhumanism for different things. But the point is they're putting things in there that are not on the ingredient list. Let's put it that way. So that alone should stop everything. That alone should tell us we need to put a moratorium immediately because it's a big lie. The big lie, that it is. You know, <clears throat> we've seen this incessant push for children to be jabbed, despite the, the science, which the science acknowledges. Children have an infinitesimal risk to whatever this COVID thing is, this pandemic. It's as if they are, are basically passed over in many ways. Now I know there have been children who have died with COVID. There may be even some children that have died from COVID, but we're not talking about the type of numbers that should induce mass vaccination, face masks, all these other precautions that are being pushed onto the children. But when we look at it from the concept of transhumanism, when we look at it from the from the perspective of the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset, when we look at the globalists like, like Bill Gates, Ray Kurzweil, you know, Elon Musk, uh, people like that, Klaus Schwab, then all of a sudden it sort of would make sense that they would allow and even want everyone, man, woman, or child, to be injected. You have some insight as far as the children goes. Um, why don't you tell us about that? Well, you know, I looked at... Um, the children's 
injection they're falsely calling a vaccine and of course it's all the same things inside of there and um I wanted to tell people that there's about a 0% risk of a child dying from COVID. Now, recently we've seen, they've claimed on the news that there's an uptick of children going to hospitals. But it's curious because that started only after people were getting the injections for COVID. You have to understand, we know for a fact that once a person gets injected, they're shedding and transmitting something for who knows how many weeks. They can hurt the people around them. This is not a conspiracy. This is a fact. Even Pfizer admits this. So we have made these people be able to transmit and shed these things, these spike proteins, whatever they are, that are inflammatory. Also, we know that they are radiating something like an EMF uh, signal from them. Okay, well now, let's say you have your computer on your lap for a long time. It's not healthy for your body. That's toxic. Of course, children are going to be affected by that. I mean, so what is really causing the illness? It's not, these kids were never, ever susceptible to this virus. They were not hurt by it. There's no reason to push the vaccine onto them. Um, I can tell you that if we have a 0% risk of dying, and then we know the adverse events, we know a little bit. We know that there's been thousands of young adults so far that have gotten something called myocarditis, an inflammation of the heart. Now, this was supposed to be very rare, but now it's very common, especially after people getting shots. The problem with this is people think it's, oh, it's just a little side effect, and they'll get over it. No. It's not just they have the symptoms, they go in the hospital, and they get, uh, they get released. These kids could be debilitated for life. They could be sick for life, and up to 60% of them can be dead within within five years of myocarditis. We're killing them. That doesn't even include the seizures and the strokes. Now they, they tell people they will get strokes. The kids can get strokes and potentially even heart attacks from the shots. What are we doing? Where is our Hippocratic Oath first do no harm? Where is our where are our ethics and our morals? And where is the where are the doctors to you know, balance the, the benefits versus the risk. The, the risks are so high. The benefits are almost nothing. And the answer is money. Because every time my colleagues will say, I can't lose my job. Well, I've walked away from my job. I've walked away from everything because I will not have that on my heart and my conscience that I took money in exchange for putting you or your child child's life at risk. Because it's, uh, one life is sacred. And if we brought that back into our world where a life is actually sacred again, we wouldn't be in this mess. Because these people are just putting words and commands out, these people in control. They're not actually doing it to us. We are doing it to us. That's the sick thing, isn't it? We are the ones complying. We are doing it to us. In World War II, who was the real pushers of the atrocities? Not the military, the doctors. And here we go with the same playbook all over again. And so when people want to keep pointing fingers at each other, looking for a scapegoat, you have to look in the mirror because everybody could be doing something more. Everyone. Nobody wants to lose their cushy house, their cushy car, this or that. You know, what is important to you? Do you not understand we are eternal beings? Do you understand the sacredness of a life, of a child's life? We should all be doing more. And so as time goes on, it, it breaks my heart because you're not seeing this on the news of how many people are, uh, you know, over 700,000 either deaths or serious debilitating for life 
illnesses are happening from the shots directly, millions of adverse events, and those are facts from our own CDC. So you're not going to see that in the mainstream media. This is this needs to stop. You won't see it yeah. in mainstream media. You will see it in our media. We do cover VIRS data as well as the European databases every single week. We've also done the extrapolations that they say, as you noted just now, you said that we only get to see a little bit of the data. You know, some people say 1%, some people say 10%. It probably lies somewhere in between as far as the people that even actually know that there is a database where they can report their adverse reactions. So we know, as you said, you know, I've heard 400,000, I've heard a million, you say 700,000. We know that there's a lot a lot more people that are dying or having you know, life-changing, <clears throat> debilitating illnesses as a direct result of these COVID-19 shots. So with that said, you know, one would think that based on our past experiences, you know, with drugs, with vaccines, uh, with experiments like that, they've shut them down after two, three, sometimes 50 deaths. We're talking about hundreds of thousands. That makes it clear that there's a cover-up. So now we get back to the, the trillion-dollar question. You said that there's money involved. We've talked about powers and principalities. Let's look a little bit further. Why are they so dead set? And when I say they, we're talking about the powers that be. Why are they so dead set to get this injection in us? Do you have any insight into the end game? Absolutely, yeah. Um... Well, here in Atlanta, the meeting was about these smartphones would be used on all the controlled people. So they just had to get the substance inside of the human. It's called hydrogel, which is in these injections under the name of nanolipid particle. They just changed the name. It's the same thing. What does that do? It's a sci-fi substance that um, can assemble, disassemble, reassemble innumerable times. It's a synthetic substance. It can act as a, as a transmitter, meaning once it's inside of you it's like an antenna so now you can be a wireless device you walk around and you know your microwave another person's phone your phone the satellite everything street lamp can be interacting with you whether or not you're aware of it um monitoring surveillance because in these meetings i went to they said you know the problem with people right now is they're too racist they're too violent um and amenable new cultures they're out of control we have a solution we can control them for the better of everybody, though. Don't worry, it's for the betterment of everybody. They literally talk like this. People talk like this. Also, there's too many people in the world. We need to thin out the herd. They have no problem saying this out loud. And the people in the room, yeah, they're for it. And they keep their mouths shut because they think that they're the special ones. They think that they're ones that will be exempt from this, which they're fools. They don't understand. No, they're not exempt. They're just being used. This is this has been known for a while, and they have a plan for 2030 for this to be enacted on everybody. And they feel that they need to genetically modify people. Um, that's how this one way they can control you, um, as well as a synthetic substance, because they want everyone to be hooked up to the Internet of Bodies, which is the reason why we're doing 5G. 5G does not make your phone faster, computer faster. I think people realize that. I mean, for C5G, it's the same speed or sometimes worse. It, it's, the technology is not for that. If you understand 5G, it is not for, for speed. It never was. It was the biggest lie ever. It's not for speed, people. It is only for one use. It is to expand the bandwidth to collect data. Why would they need to collect so much data? It's coming from us, getting all our data. And they put it into this big mesh network, into this big supercomputer. 
this is a true plan read up on it this is real and then they tell us that all of this all this will be known to the it's okay so what's really happening in transhumanism or this movement for us to be internet of bodies is that they believe within these meetings that there is no god or father creator they don't they don't see it like that they believe they can create a god they believe the ai program artificial intelligence is the god so you want to say it's a battle of good and evil oh yeah and they admit it in the meetings and so like ray Kurzweil has said this a uh, big wig of google transhumanist he's like um yes if there's a god he said no but one one day soon there will be one craig venter says what is god god creates now we can create now we're gods this is who you're dealing with do you want to follow that route and so they believe that they want to be gods or there is a god that they have to create a god so that means they have to copy and, and blasphemy what our father creator is that means okay so we're all connected together through god our father creator they will connect us but through the artificial intelligence through wi-fi through everything that's our hive mind okay so we're eternal beings through our father creator no no, no they're going to take that away we're eternal beings in their image so their image is, is, is all these different creatures combined, like chimeras, like is the days of Noah. Mm-hmm. Also, in their image, it's, it's part synthetic, a cyborg. They literally say we'll be cyborgs by 2030. You have to hear this. And also, we'll be eternal because they don't believe in a soul like, like we, were, we know we are. They believe that being eternal is just memories and dreams, and they're going to record all of those memories and dreams, download them, and then upload them into a new body on your next life okay that's terrible that's not eternal this is their idea right and if you look at their plan uh, world economic forum says by 2030 the average human will own nothing have no privacy but she'll be happy and they also say that um, the average human will have everything recorded and known every thought will be known and, and hopefully nothing you think of or dream of is against the narrative at the time when you'll be in trouble, meaning you will be in trouble for something you dream of. Think of that, no creativity, no freedom of, of speech, definitely no freedom to love and, and be human. They, they're literally telling you, you won't be human. And so this is where we're at the crossroads. Do you follow that route? Do you keep going along and complying with what they want, doing this, 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 and following the fear that we were not given a spirit of fear through our God, through our Father? Or do you actually come become one with our Father created? This, this is the time of, of a decision. There's no middle ground. You're not going to get away with it. We're not going to get away with it this way or this way. Because the kind of technology is so completely beyond humans. It is not from God, guys. It is not from us. This is something else. Don't put it in your body. If you don't understand it, why are you putting it in your body? Stop for a minute. Start to look at it. Do your due diligence. Pray. You know, that is so powerful. And that's, that's what I, I, I really tell people. It's not fair. You know, if you want to make a decision, you're an adult. But children, you have a responsibility and accountability for that life. I do, even if it's not my child, because that's what it means to be human. And so we're supposed to pre- protect the weaker, more fragile. Not put them at risk. And we always do put them at risk. It seems that, uh, who was, I think it was, oh gosh, I believe it was uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. who on... On January 1st, he said, this is the first time government is asking, you know, adults to put their own children at risk for their own safety, you know, which is yeah. kind of what's happening. You know, you, there's so much to unpack about what you just said. You you kind of whiz by the, the reference, you know, as in the days of Noah, 
so shall it be in the coming of the Son of Man, uh, referencing back to Genesis 6, in which, you know, no, there were chimera and they were involved with humans, and that's uh, a whole other discussion. But that's, let's look at what they think they're doing. And I think this is important for people to understand is that people like, like, this couldn't be true because, you know, people just aren't that evil. They couldn't make it work. That's not what they think. They think that we're the evil ones. They think that they're trying to do the good stuff. Yeah. They think they're, they're trying to defeat the forces of evil, which in their minds are the, the people that are following all these, these hokey old religions and stuff like that. They, we got to get rid of those people so we can advance humanity and actually create God, yeah. as you said, in the form of this AI. They, they feel justified because they think that they're the good guys. And that should terrify everybody because anybody who is, you know, somebody's just trying to make a buck, they might have moral boundaries. It's like, ah, uh, you know, we might kill some people, but we'll, we'll make a billion dollars. You know, well, how many people are we going to have to kill? So there's, there's questions there. But if they think that what they're doing is genuinely good for the betterment of humanity, then there's no limit to what they're willing to do. And that's that's a concern. well. They they are not really afraid to die either because in their mind they'll be eternal through the artificial intelligence. That's frightening, because there's no sacredness for this body, even for themselves. They just think of uploading into the the cloud and becoming like um, an avatar. Like we have people that have lost sense of reality and lost sense of. of of what sacredness of life is and um allowed they have been given technology that is not from humans i'm telling you that we could not create this they've been given technology without the wisdom and so that's like a toddler with an atomic bomb in its hands in my opinion so we have to realize that's what we're dealing with and so we're like, oh, but we have our human rights and we have our Nuremberg Code and we have our constitutional bill rights. Yeah, yeah, guys. But only if the people, which is us, enforce it. If we do not be the final check and balance, then we're done with. You can't wait for someone else to come in and do this for you. It's not going to work. Our political system is corrupt. Don't think another Trump coming in is going to save us. That's not how this works. It's corrupt. We still have a barricade around the White House. Something's wrong. But, you know, together throughout history, we've had examples of this. People coming together in masses have power, you know, and, and prayer is powerful. And with God, we're powerful. We just have to believe in that and remember that again. And that is something that we do strive for on the show is to remind people. It's funny because you were speaking earlier about the importance of, of prayer, the importance of, of making sure that we understand what's at stake. You know, we might be worried about food today, but we have to remain worried about, or not necessarily worried, but we need to remain focused on our creator, on our Lord and Savior, and on our eternal souls at all times, because even if we run out of food, that's still going to be an issue. So... <laughs> It's so good, good to hear that from you. One of the important topics that I think is, is spreading around here today is, and we're getting, I get these questions literally probably every 30 minutes to an hour, whether through Twitter, email, or comments. People keep asking me, okay, great. Uh, it seems like the plan is really, really bad, and everybody says that we need to unite and stand up and, and do this, that, or the other but give me something tangible. What can people actually literally physically do? What can they do outside of prayer? I'm not talking about for their themselves. I'm not talking about just for their family. How do we fight this gargantuan, this, this 
government, these powers and principalities, and all of their assets. We need to start separating from them and stop feeding the beast. Um, so that means we start making our own way, our own society. So you need to live around where your tribe is. The tribe is who is your same values and morals and ethics. And you start doing private membership associations. You start doing your own business, having skill sets like we used to have. Um, you take your children out of school. If, if we just took all the kids out of school, all this stuff would stop immediately. It would stop. It literally would stop within a week. It's because they would know that they have lost control over us. They would know that they've lost you protecting the kids from being taught everything wrong. Your kids aren't learning anything at school. They're learning the wrong history, the wrong math, the wrong um, even language. They're learning the, the wrong science. They're learning everything wrong to, to be able to operate in really a satanic world. Do you want that? I mean, think about that. It's not, you're like, oh, I need to go, they need to go to college. What, to learn all the wrong things? No. Why do you want to go to medical school? To learn how to be in a death cult? Why? Think about it. We separate. We start to do what we used to do. Apprenticeships, right? Learning real skill sets. Teaching them the right things. It costs no money to teach a child. It takes a village to raise a child, right? Do that again. We start living more in a community setting where we pool our resources. That's what we're supposed to do. And so you start today. And if you don't have that, you start meeting, you know, physically with each other more than once a week. And you start worshiping in your own home, okay? You don't feed these churches that are telling you to get injected. You don't feed these churches that are all about mega money and mega churches. You start going back to the basics and reading the word. And taking the kids out of school. The first thing is about the indoctrination that you must stop, the brainwashing you must stop that happens within your own home. And it's just shutting the television off as well. And so you have to make those changes in order to have a better life. You can't keep living in that world thinking that things are going to change for you because you're still part of that world. You have to start separating away. And so look at private membership associations, look at common law, God's law, natural law, educating yourself, but more importantly than anything else, get with your tribe, write down the logistics of where your tribe members are at, you know, in case something happens with communication, start learning, you know, who's everybody within the tribe will have a role to play. You know, you can't have everything. You can't prepare for everything, but with each other, you can you know, one person may have this, one person may have that, right? So that's the most important thing. Get And also get that Berkey filter so that you clean your own water and start doing it now. Water is the most second to our bodies and the most precious commodity we have. And so getting clean water is important. So pull your kids out of school, get clean water, be with your tribe. Love it. You know, I, I'm about to mention, I have to be very careful here because I'm about to mention a website that I am not, I am only in the early stages of exploring, but I, ha- I have to mention it because the timing is too perfect because I literally, it was about seven hours ago that I first looked into it and it's saying pretty much what you're saying. It's called freedomcells.org and basically it's talking about localizing and, and making a tribe and, and uh, being self-sufficient and you know gardening and water and uh, homeschool and <laughs> <laughs> worship and prayer and all this other stuff. Now, again, I'm not endorsing it because I don't know what it is yet. I don't. All, all I know is that I saw a video. I'm looking into it, and I will get more in detail with that later. But but it's just amazing that as I'm looking at that, you uh, come on and say what you just said. 
So in these meetings, I should say, they did make provisions for some of us that would still be the crazy ones that would not be in their cyborg community. I was told hmm, that. Really? I, said I, would, I, would, I said I would never be a part of it. They're like, okay, you can be with them for the ordinary natural humans because they said my job as a doctor would be obsolete because they would just upload download things into our bodies once we're mostly cyber this is their idea not saying it would work (laughs) and so when i said no way uh they said okay i guess you can be a doctor for the small group of people that will still be on the outskirts they have plans for that the world economic forum says that too they they had some plans for that uh which is interesting uh the one thing people need to know too you know people are getting sick a lot radio frequencies microwave the 5g is very toxic to our bodies and we're being inundated with it um you know look at sites of how to ground yourself how to shut your wi-fi off at home that sort of thing but um you know just know that a lot of these Delta variants, all these variants can be induced actually through frequency. That is a fact. Again, these aren't conspiracies, guys. Again, we're not being taught the right science. We're not being taught the right thing. They can do that. So you need to protect yourself, not go into these hospitals because they're not following proper protocol. Um, What I would say that is to get your own nebulizer. You know, nebulizer blows the mist into your, and you can use um, 3% food grade hydrogen peroxide inside of there, dilute it with half distilled water and and 3% hydrogen peroxide. And you inhale that as many times a day as you want. And that's good for clearing out different infections, but also um, giving you more oxygen, that sort of thing. and of course, you could, if you were prescribed medicine, you could put it in there as well. And um, there's something else people can look into that they need to research this. I'm not saying to do it. Chlorine dioxide and how to use that for water treatment, but also your own body. Um, there's blogs on that, how to do that too. That's good to stock up on. So those are a couple of things I highly recommend. Very good. Well, that's funny because the my last question is going to be, about that, you know, about what we, how do we move forward? So I might have to come up with a new question, but in the meantime, let's go ahead and, and uh, before we get to the, the final question, I want to give you an opportunity to, you know, talk about what you're doing, what, you know, where people can find you, if, you know, your website, are you taking donations, anything like that? Do you have any plans in the future that you'd like to talk about, any conferences you're going to, whatever, just, just give us the, the details before we get to that final question. Well, I'll tell you that, I try to be my very best to stay with the truth. And um, we need to be cautious who we listen to anymore, right? Be very mm-hmm. discerning, let me tell you that. Be very discerning. Watch who, if a university or a hospital or a corporation is, is um, if the person's employed by them, just use a lot of discernment by what they say. Because, you know, you can get 95%, 99% truth and then the one or 5% can be the one that do, does you and that's a lie. So in these days, even the most elect will be deceived. That's my my big warning for everybody, okay? And you should always question what I say too, right? It's good. Um, but in that, I just give that warning for people to go forward. Don't ever just believe any one person. Just, you should always do your due diligence. I'm, um, I'm trying my best to stick with the truth and give people what the truth is. And I want to hear what they want to know. So I'm tomorrow actually starting a weekly zoom meeting where half of it will be current events every week and the other half will be q a from the audience and i'll i'll um 
I'll make sure that I only have so many people so that your answers can be heard. And based on the q and I'll know what the people want to hear the next week and the next week and the next week. They're all Tuesdays at 7 p.m. So on my website, site, you can sign up for that. I have a monthly newsletter that I'll put out, and um, that's free. On there, I have resources like medical exemptions, religious exemption template forms that you can have for anybody for free. Um, I have some... Uh, recommendations for detoxing like detox baths etc that people can look to keep your body healthy and um you know i also probably start to go into more i'll be working on a book that sort of thing uh that will go more into this the subject in, in more detail so yeah i feel like the need right now is more education and i'm trying to provide that and hearing listening from people what they want to know and just guiding it in that manner in that format and um, yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing right now. So carriemade.com is the website I'm using primarily at this moment that they can um, find me on there. I'm censored on social media. Um, I'm still have an Instagram page at the moment. Uh, <laughs> so you can find me on there. And as far as speaking events, I'm just being very cautious on which ones I go on right now. So, but I don't have any planned for the moment. Well, I hope you don't regret coming on this show because, uh, no, no, I enjoyed it very much. But I'm talking about some of those really big events, you know. Oh, yeah, sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes we get lost in what the purpose is. Sure. And, and they're nice and they're me. good, but we need to be very discerning as, as the, these next couple of years go on. Let's put it that way. For sure. And the Lord willing, we'll be here for the next couple of years. You know, it's funny because you had a... I've listened to, I make a practice of whenever there's a name that I hear or that I have to read, I make sure to go and listen to other people who've interviewed that person to make sure that I pronounce it right. And every single interview that I heard of you, they <laughs> it's say, all different. <laughs> yeah, let's say, well, for the most part, it's like, it's like, uh, you know, Dr. Carrie Made. Um, you said, that's the Dr. easiest Carrie. Made. Yeah, Made. Okay, so that's. So literally everybody pronounces your name wrong. I want to be the first person in public on these shows to say, <laughs> now introducing Dr. Carrie Made. That's wow, awesome. Wow, thank you. Bravo. Yeah, yeah, somebody, somebody, that's the best thing I've ever done. All right, my final question for you, and I want to first thank you so much for giving us this much time. We, Our audience is just, just dying to get this information because there's just such, there's such a little of it out there. There's so many lies. And so we have to be able to get the truth out there. So my final question for you, and take as much time as you need to answer it, or as little. If, if it's a, I had one person I asked the final question for, and they gave me a two-word answer. Um, so as much time or as little time as you want, what message, what is the prevailing overarching message that you have? You have the world listening. What do you want to tell people for, for the future, for now? What should people be doing in this world today? Well, you look at everything that happened and how we got here and all the insanity and the chaos and people ask why. And there is an answer, one answer. And the answer is that we disconnected ourselves from God. God did not leave us. We left God. And if you want to know what we need to do is we need to get connected with God, not just what these churches are telling us and showing us. You need to start reading the word and reading everything, but starting with how Yeshua, Jesus Christ, when he walked this earth, what he did and what he said and follow that example. And he gave us the instructions for this very day, more than all the other times. It was really for this very day preparing us. So he knew. And 
if we are connected, we will know what to do. We will know how to be. We will finally be free because people, if you're not really, really connected with our Father and our Savior, you don't know what being alive is. If you have any fear in you, you don't know what being alive is. You're not living. You're already the walking dead. What are you afraid of? Why are you trying to hold on to the death? You could be alive. And you are eternal. These bodies were created amazingly. I mean, we are electromagnetic beings. And they try to tell you you're not. And they try to tell you it's a new age. They try to lie to you. Because if you're not electromagnetic, then why do we do EKGs on us? Because we're, we're measuring electricity. Why do we do EEGs on the brain? Why do you get shocked sometimes if it's really dry and cold out there? You're shocking using your electricity, guys. We're electromagnetic beings. We're powerful. Why do they measure the pH of your body? pH, they didn't want you to know your electricity because pH is a measurement of voltage. That's your voltage in your body. It's pretty awesome, huh? And so the people that know some of this, they measure the, the power of the heart. Okay, so the heart is the most uh, powerful organ in the body. Um, it's 100,000 times more powerful than even the brain. And it has an energy you can measure out. And an average human being that doesn't even understand what they are, who they are, goes out six feet from around us. Isn't that interesting? They want you to stay six feet away from each other because then we're connected. Uh, they're disconnecting us. And a powerful person, they believe that it can go out even miles that amazing we're about 12 people getting together and so all of this technology they're having all of this sci-fi if we could get that this organic energy that we are with god it would negate everything they're doing just like that in a twinkling of an eye and that's what jesus christ yeshua was talking about that's what living is really about and if you knew that this is just a blip of the existence of all of us you would laugh that you were ever afraid of anything you would laugh you would laugh that you were staying dead the whole time so this is our choice because we have free will and people ask why is god doing this god's not doing this to us we're doing this to us you have to realize that and own it and be accountable and responsible for yourselves and collectively you can't hide in your house thinking the rapture is going to come no live today that's why we're given this body and this gift live today amen amen to that that to carry my day. Did I just pronounce it again? Oh, my day. My day. My Listen, day. My day. I, I've, I've accepted that it's pronounced a different way now. It's my day. Well, <laughs> well, well, I can tell you this, that, that you've made my day. Exactly. That's okay, how I that's tell people to remember it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, do you? Oh, see. I'm, I do. I said you, you, uh, you just remember how to say, like, make my day. Yeah. Make my day. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, I thought I was being original. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Carrie M., it is good to have you. And I do hope that you come back on the show in the very near future because we got a battle to fight. And I think that, that your message has to be heard. Yes. Thank you so much, J.D. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Lord willing, we will be back in the very near future with another episode. But in the meantime, you all stay strong, stay safe, and God bless. Okay, folks, what did you think about that? That was pretty awesome, huh? That lady's got a lot going for her, I'm telling you. Wow. Kind of feels like we had a church sermon, but not. A church and science sermon. Is there such a thing? I don't know. Maybe. <clears throat> but um wow i don't even have to comment on that you know <laughs> it was so good why why comment on it it was easy to understand 
um, a little freaky when she was talking about the things that are in the blood, but we've done a show on that already, right? We saw the little hydra in the blood and, and things like that. So um, anyway, oh, pardon me, folks. I'm sorry. And the bummer is that when that starts, it kind of goes for a while. But um, I kind of wanted to see where we are. Oh, an hour and three minutes, a dollar and three minutes. Okay, all right. Um, so what I'd like to do um, is jump right into the next one, and it's um, Dr. Tenpenny, and she kind of goes on the same, uh, the principle, okay? Uh, she gets a little preachy up there, but it's good. It's really good stuff, folks. So why don't we go ahead and watch that, and, um, and we'll go from there, okay? Okay, let's see. I want to do everything the right way. Be in here. Thank you for your participation. Here we go. Ouch. Nothing like a good explosion at 1201. Wake you up. <laughs> go ahead, folks. And now we next presenter. Probably doesn't need an introduction, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. Our name is Dr. Sherry J. Folks, you ever watch uh, The Price is Right? <laughs> This guy, <clears throat> if the um, the fellow on the price is right that ever um, expires and uh, they need somebody else, this guy's got a job. Okay, so come on down. Jay Tenpenny, she's an osteopathic <laughs> medical doctor, board certified in three medical specialties, and this woman has been fighting against these COVID nineteen vaccines. Ladies and gentlemen, she's now on the scene. Please stand to your feet, angry, doctor. Sherry Ten Penny. Wow, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. I'm going to charge right into this because this is a 75 minute presentation I'm doing in 30. So, so this is what this is. Thank you. Thank you. So I want to give a little preface of saying, how did I decide to do this particular presentation? So you look back over the last two years, and I've done over 600 interviews. I did 387 between, of interviews, either podcasts, on people on my show, or I went to their show, or television, or, or live presentations like this between April of 2021 and December of 2021. So it's like, what do we talk about? I mean, we talked about the myth of the mask, we talked about the nonsense of social distancing. We talked about the fraud of the PCR tests. And then most of 2021, I talked about the 40 mechanisms of injury of how these shots can make you sick or kill you. Well, what was the one thing that came up over the last year that people kept asking me was, why are they doing this? And what's their end game? So that's what we're going to talk about today. Is, um, I prayed about it a lot, and I said, well, this is a church, so I guess we could talk God, right? Is, uh, <laughs> is, so, is what do you really want the people to hear, Lord, now? Because I think most people, and I think most of the people that are here are pretty um, educated, and you know all those things that we've been talking about in the last two years. So it's where do we go from here, and what is their end game, and how do we stand up against it? So it's the intentional destruction of the temple. And 1 Corinthians 3.16 said, you are God's temple and God's spirit dwells within you. Never forget that. Next slide, please. <clears throat> because this is what they are doing. 
Why do the nations rebel and the peoples plot in vain? As the kings of the earth take their stand, the kings, the presidents, the Fauci's, the, all these people of the world, take their stand and the rulers to conspire against the Lord and his anointed one. They say, let us tear off the chains and free ourselves from God's restraints. Next slide, please. Because this is their plan design. Satan hates everything made in God's image. This is the solution. What they're doing right now with injecting us with these messenger RNA technologies that Satan has been striving to obtain for thousands of years. Destroying God's creation, capturing souls, and permanently separating them from God in heaven. Therefore, this great global reset is a coup designed by those that are Satanists and Luciferians to replace God's truth with lies. It is being implemented through abusive and corrupted power. And so it's the satanic forces that are standing against us. Next slide, please. And this is their plan, which most of you know. <clears throat> Step one is the mass inoculation of all people multiple times. And I have it on good references that they're anticipating at least seven boosters. When are people going to draw the line and say no? It's an experimental gene modification serum, as you well know. And step two, the serum weakens and destroys our God-created, God-given immune system, which we're going to talk about in a little bit more detail in just a minute. The spike proteins turn healthy people into chronically ill customers for life for the pharmacia and the healthcare industry. And doctors who push it and nurses that go along with administering it are complicit. The cardiologists that are pushing this shot and the oncologists that are pushing this shot should be charged with murder. Because all of the things that these are creating, all the things that the spike protein's doing, all the things that the antibodies are doing, that they're actually creating induced diseases. And we know from the Pfizer document that before they even released the Pfizer shot, there were more than 1,000 serious, life-threatening, immune-compromising immune diseases that had been identified in the first 90 days of these shots. They should have never gone on the market. And what's that doing? It's a, another boon for the pharmaceutical industry, the pharmacia, the sorcerers, to deliver medications to treat vaccine shot-induced illnesses. So this is what they're doing to completely impoverish the entire population. And how many of you have been following in your local communities the obituaries in the paper lately? Every single day, two, four, five, ten people in the age group between 35 and 65 are dying. And if they pulled back the curtain, it would be right after they got their third booster, which is intended to kill people. Next slide, please. So remember these words. Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit within you? A gift from God, and particularly if you're a Christian, Jesus died for you, a human, not a transhuman. Next slide, please. So in case you haven't looked at them yet, please go to our drtempetty.com store. I created two eBooks. One is the 20 mechanisms of injury, then 20 more mechanisms of injury, because if you don't know all the 40 different ways that these shots should kill you, it's time for you to learn. Next slide, please. <clears throat> So this is what they're doing, they're killing the heart. The complete destruction of the temple is real. The risk of myocarditis after the first dose of messenger RNA vaccine is sharply higher 
than the risk of myocarditis from the virus. So any of the cardiologists who say, I would rather have you get COVID, I would rather have you get the shot than get COVID, they're dead wrong. The Pfizer shot in men under the age of 40, the risk of myocarditis nearly doubles after the first shot. It doubles again after the second shot, and it doubles again after the booster, eight times the baseline risk. With Moderna, the risk of myocarditis after the second jab it increases the risk of myocarditis, serious heart disease, and sudden cardiac death by 16-fold. Wow. So your friends that got the shot say, hey, I'm just fine. There's nothing that happened to me. It's just because they didn't experience category one side effect, which is sudden death. But they've got 10 years or more, if they're still living, to look over their shoulder for where they're going to get these other chronic diseases. Next slide, please. <clears throat> and how is it killing the immune system? And this is really important. The Pfizer shot is able, because of the way that they created it synthetically, allows the messenger RNA to passenger inside your cells and be replicated indefinitely by the ribosomes. So you cannot get it out of your body. There's no detoxing from it. Now, can you detox your body and make yourself overall healthier? Yes. Are you going to eliminate the spike protein or the antibody to the spike protein or the stupid monoclonal antibodies that they're advocating? No. Because you sensitize your dendritic cells and your B cells. Those spikes are going to be there probably forever. Now, this one is really important. The messenger RNA ablates, wipes out, destroys toll-like receptor 3, 7, and 8. The toll-like receptors are like, I, if you've ever heard my talk on toll-like receptors, I love toll-like receptors. They're like God inside our body, right? They're these little, these little radars that are constantly, vigilantly looking around and getting rid of viruses, bacteria, and things that don't belong there. They are our innate, God-given, what we are born with immune system. The messenger RNA shots destroy toll-like receptor 3, 7, and 8, which is our primary first line of defense making us more susceptible to getting COVID. And this is why all the people that get the shot suddenly are sick, because they're more susceptible. We know the mechanisms, and the doctors are illiterate and not reading it. We know why people who get the shots are more likely to get sick and more likely to be hospitalized. And if they're in the hospital and they get remdesivir and they put on a ventilator, that's a greater than 80% mortality rate. We know the mechanism. <clears throat> Number three, we know the mechanism of this too. The spike protein enters the nucleus of the cells and binds to our DNA. So anybody who says that it doesn't irreversibly bind to your DNA are wrong. They're not reading the scientific literature. And it, when it binds to the DNA, it blocks the door. And when it binds to the DNA, it starts making it into an abnormal cell that if that cell replicates, will turn into cancer. And then it bars the door, blocks the door, and doesn't allow our God-given immune system repair enzymes to come in and repair the damage that spike protein has caused. Hence, that allows cancer to form, and why we are seeing, and Dr. Ryan Cole has talked about this a lot, why are we seeing this explosion of cancer in people that get these shots? People that have been in remission, been treated, they're in remission, or they said they don't have cancer anymore, suddenly they're exploding. And it's endometrial cancer, all kinds of blood cancers, lymphatic cancers, breast cancers from these shots. And we know the mechanism. It's not a guess. Next slide, please. This German data came out just in the last two weeks that if a person is injected, they're 8.12 times more likely to be infected with Omicron. 
Again, suppression of your immune system, suppression of your white blood cells, ablation of your toll-like receptors. The more shots you get, the more, the more you destroy your immune system and the faster that happens. And it's anticipated, the German data says that by the end of 2022, every fully vaccinated person over the age of 30 may have the equivalent of full-blown vaccine-induced immune-suppressed AIDS. This is government data from Germany. This came out about two weeks ago. Next slide, please. So this is what happened. Second Thessalonians 2, verses 9 through 12. The coming of the lawless one will be accompanied by the power of Satan, and he will use every kind of power, including miraculous signs, lying wonders, think Fauci, and every type of evil, think Fauci, deceive those who are dying, those who refuse to love the truth, meaning loving God, through Christ Jesus, that would save them. For this reason, God will send a powerful delusion, so thus everyone in the whole world will believe the lie. And those who have not believed the truth but have taken pleasure in unrighteousness. I got my shot. Did you get your shot? Here's my pass. I can now go to the House of Blues. I can go on a cruise. I can, I can, I can. Look at me. Na, 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 na. Because they took pleasure in the unrighteousness. Next slide, please. Why are they doing this? Because they are wicked. But we have been sent a delusion, and we believed the lie. And it's astonishing to me that going into our third year of this nonsense, how many people still believe the lie? I saw the coolest beam the other day. Somebody sent it to me. It was the picture of the back of a truck. And on the back of the truck, the window on the back of the truck, it says, as you're sitting in a car behind the back of the truck, it says, take off the stupid mask, you're the only one in the car. Next slide, please. So, 2 Timothy 4. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to. And they, nobody revolted when they closed the churches and turned them into vaccine centers. Nobody. Nobody went. You could go stand in front of an abortion center, but did you go stand in front of your church and demand that your pastor open the doors and stop vaccinating people on Tuesday? Did anybody in here do that? Not a hand. Because there comes a time when people will not want sound doctrine. Instead, they suit their desires and gather around them a great number of teachers. Think CNN, MSNBC, Fauci, all those other people. To say what their itching ears want to hear. This is right out of the Bible, people. They will turn their ways away from truth and turn aside toward myths. Next slide. And this came from, I did uh, weeks and weeks and weeks of uh, research to put this presentation together. I listened to a lot of videos, I read a lot of documents, and this was pretty shocking, this documents that I found. These are from 1956. From Science Magazine, Professor Carl Rogers, quote, we can choose the use of our growing knowledge to enslave people in ways they never dreamed of before controlling them by means so carefully selected that they will perhaps never be aware of their loss of personhood. Wow. And this book, which I actually found, and I'm actually reading it, and it's really staggering. From night Again, from 1956. The book is called The Rape of the Mind by Joe Smurlew, MD, Professor of Psychiatry. 
quote, it is now technically possible, now, 1956, now, technically possible to bring the human mind into condition of enslavement and submission. The tragic facts of the political experiences in our age make it all too clear that applied psychological techniques can brainwash entire nations and reduce their citizens to a kind of mindless robotism, which becomes for them a normal way of living. 1956, people, they've been working towards this for a long time. How many of you know some, <coughs> some uh, mindless robots in your life? Well, you need to wake them up by saying, you know, they've been trying to turn you into a mindless robot since 1956, and they finally accomplished it because you voluntarily, under your own free will, rolled up your sleeve and took a shot out of fear that you should have given to God or out of convenience that you're going to be judged for. Next slide, please. And I love, I love it when the, Old Test, or the New Testament reflects the Old Testament. I love it a lot. So this is Ecclesiastes 12, 14. For God, God himself, will bring every act to judgment, including every hidden thing, whether good or evil. And then in Luke chapter 8, verse 17, there is nothing hidden that won't be revealed, and there is nothing secret that won't become known and come to light. And now we're seeing it in real time. Next slide, please. So how is this going to happen? Next slide. By quantum computing and artificial intelligence. Quantum computing was specifically designed to house artificial intelligence. A quantum computer looks at all possible choices at the same time, and then they pick the one that you're to believe is correct. It's massive. These computer systems are massive. Google is one of the smallest ones, believe it or not. Artificial intelligence and quantum computing is the modern-day Tower of Babel. Will humans that take the mark of the beast become quantum entangled with the mind of the Antichrist through uploading your thoughts, emotions, your feelings, and all of you, all your genetic material that they've been harvesting from you from these, these um, fraudulent um, PCR tests for the last two years? Wow. Now, there's something I really want you guys to remember, and anybody that's taking notes, I want you to remember this. I want you to remember the term quantum entanglement. Quantum entanglement, you're going to be hearing a lot more about it this year, and it will make you understand what these messenger RNA and all of the micro-technology micro that's being injected into people is doing. Quantum entanglement. Next slide, please. So after receiving the jab, all neurons in the mind and everybody in your cell becomes quantum entangled electrons. These electrons become quantum entangled with the computers. When they are connected, and hundreds of particles become entangled all at the same time, they act as one unified object, and you cannot escape. This is why taking a detox bath or drinking some tea or any of those things, which is good for you to detox and feel better, is not going to eliminate what's been injected. Next slide, please. This is what's being injected. <clears throat> this is the third tranche of documents that came from La Quinta Lacumba in, or Columba in Spain. These are electronic components found in the Pfizer shot. This is looking at them in a microscope under 1,200 magnification. Teeny tiny, they're smaller than a fraction of a rice granule. And look at those little sharp edges and look at what's inside of there that may be micro routers. Those little tiny sharp edges are going through people's uh, systems 
passing through their heart and their blood vessels and scratching them, scratching the platelets, leading to blood clots, heart attacks, strokes, and sudden cardiac death. The death peak is in the first two, day, two days. Huge number of people die from anaphylactic shock, strokes, heart attacks, and blood clots. Then the next peak comes up at about day 14 and day 16, which is so high that it led the CDC to change the definition of, un, of vaccinated to unvaccinated. So that if you die within 16 days, even if you've been double shot and boosted, if you die within that 16 day period of that, of that booster, you're considered unvaccinated. Next slide, please. So this is the end game. This is where it's going, people. This is it. The creation of the hive mind. Every person on the planet will be represented in one of those large virtual computers as a node, a dot, that you're trapped with the shots in the body. That node will be attached to, attached to an avatar, a virtual replication of you that allows real-time 24-7 monitoring of every single person on the planet. And once the brain-computer interface and that quantum entanglement is complete, each person is bound to either the D-Wave technology, the Rigetti computers much bigger than Google, much more powerful than Google, and attached to Google's social credit score system, all of the banking systems, the whole concept of not being able to buy, trade, or sell unless you are connected through your avatar. Next slide. The computer-generated you will be an exact replica of the human you in every way down to your memories, emotions, and individual cells. In fact, in 2010, I watched a video where they had the ability <coughs> to extract your memories and replace them with memories that they want you to have. They can take out your identification as you and replace them with thoughts that make you know or believe that you're somebody else. They can make you push a button that you didn't even remember was there. And this is why all this continual DNA stuff, this continual testing is DNA harvesting, which I've been saying for two years. So here's the end game. Why is this happening? Because they're evil. They are Luciferian Satan worshipers. They have done all of this there they go all the way back to the tower of babel created by nimrod and the whole downline genetic tree from noah to ham to cush to nimrod and they've been wanting to get it's been the the fight against good versus evil since then and these people bow their knee and worship satan stronger than most christians worship their god and they never waver from it. I mean, in our camp, it's like, well, God will forgive you. God, God knows no, God knows your heart. He'll just forgive you. Will he? From what you decided to do or what your friends or family members decided to do of their own free will? There's no mandates. Nobody put a gun to their head and say, take this shot or you're dead. Or put a gun to their kid's head or their dog's head or their animal's head and said, we're going to kill everybody around you unless you take the shot. People chose to run and get a shot, which is now by a, uh, a big study, that just, or a big course case that just came out of France. It was a big course case that just came out, court case that just came out like a couple days ago, 
that in France they're refusing to pay life insurance policies if you got if you died from the jab because they said you should have known what the side effects were and since you didn't you have voluntarily committed suicide. Wow. Well, you think they're not going to do that here next? They've already reported a 40%, 40% increased number of deaths in 2021 over 2020. Do you think that the life, that was a life insurance policy, do you think the life insurance companies are going to continue to pay out that kind of money when people have volunteered to get a shot that is going to kill them? So here's the end game. Humans will become transhuman humanoids, artificial intelligence simulated avatars to replace every human on the planet eliminating God's creation. It's so much bigger than just a shot. Next slide, please. <clears throat> Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravaging wolves. You will recognize them by their fruits, and there's a list of them. Fauci, Collins, Walensky, Carliff, politicians, police, pastors, priests, and a whole bunch of other people. Probably your next door neighbor's cousin, three times <coughs> moves next door neighbor that told you to get the shot. Next slide, please. So what are we to do? Next slide. If you have taken your, the shot, or you know people, loved ones, family members, friends, colleagues that have, you have to admit that you made a really bad decision. You made a bad decision. And don't blame your spouse, say, my husband made me do it, or my kids made me do it, or blah, 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 point the finger. I rolled up my sleeve. I did it. Stop looking for physical solutions to a spiritual problem. Don't look for the next detox, the next drug, that's that. And I'm not saying not to detox. I think it's important that it, particularly people who have taken the shot need to detox their bodies and stay as healthy for as long as they can. I'm saying don't make any claims that any of these detoxes are going to remove these shots from your body because they're not. And I just showed you why. Accept responsibility, seek God's mercy, and ask for forgiveness and repent because this is a spiritual devastation that has happened. Next slide, please. Because what is sin? Sin is a choice to do what's against God's commandments and rules. Don't violate the temple. Don't play around with all of this unrighteousness. Listen, get your head in the word. Now the good news is this. If you do that, if you accept the responsibility, if you say, I made a really bad mistake, that bad mistake is a sin and is nuts, no different than suddenly you got involved with drugs or pornography or, or child trafficking or something. It's a sin. And here's the good news. First John 1, 9 and 10. If we, first John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he, in his faithful righteousness, he forgives those sins and cleanses us from all unrighteousness. And because with God all things are possible, if you sincerely confess and really understand what you have done to your God-given genetics, then, then, ask God to heal your genes protect you from uncommon things that are, that are planned out for you. Now, that doesn't mean God's going to do it. I mean, a lot of people get cancer and they don't get healed. A lot of people get diabetes, they don't get healed. But that's your only opportunity to get before the Lord. Because if we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. Next slide, please. 
do not take this shot. Do not participate in the transhumanism movement. And if you've got any friends, family members that are waffling, that are still on the edge, take this information and go with it and say, this is the end game. Don't you get it? It's not about public health. It's not about keeping you from getting some silly virus that's got a 99% survival rate. It's not about communication. It doesn't stop you from getting sick. It doesn't stop transmission. It doesn't lower the hospitalization rate. And it doesn't keep you from dying. In fact, it does the opposite of all of those. Next slide, please. So this is what you do. And I, most of you know this. I'm not going to read you the whole things. But we have to get Ephesians 6. We have to put on the armor of God. We have to, because this is spiritual warfare against wickedness, wickedness in the heavenly places. The full armor of God to stand firm, gird your, loins, gird your loins with truth, which is the word of God. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. Shod your feet in preparation with the gospel of peace. Shield your faith. Put on the helmet of salvation and pick up the sword of the spirit. Now, what's really cool about that? is everything that's listed there is all in the front of you as you charge into battle and stand up against the arrows of the evil one. Because <coughs> Isaiah 58, 8 says God has your back. So as long as you put on, the, put on Ephesians 6 and charge forward, God will protect you from the backside. Next slide, please. So join me in. Everybody needs to be participating in all of this. All of you now know what the end game is. You've been studying for the last two years on how they're going to make it happen. Well, the end game, everybody has to participate. And what am I going to do? Next slide. To make this happen is we formed a new 501c3 that's going to create the new healthcare system in this country. We're already doing it. We've already started to raise a sizable sum of money because we, as this big house falls down under its own weight and nobody wants to see their doctor because they don't trust them and nobody wants to go in the hospital because they'll kill you. We're gonna raise a different type of healthcare system on education, advocacy, and assistance. This is what's going, when the other one crashes to the ground. So the primary focus of our first launch is acute respiratory care centers so people can get the early treatment that Dr. Zelenko was talking about, get the early treatment that everybody else was talking about. They need to see a doctor. They don't want to see their own. They can't get in. We're going to create this, and we've already picked out locations, and we've been asked by four states to replicate this already. But we need your help. Next slide, please. Next slide. So we got a booth. It's called the Ten Penny Alliance for a time such as this. If you want to participate, it's a 501c3. The, the contributions are tax deductible. We need your, your time, your money, and most importantly, your prayers. Because can you imagine what we're going to come up against? So this is really what's important. And if anybody wants prayer today or this whole weekend, that from what maybe the Lord laid something on you and convicted it, we bring our pastor with us that travels with us. And if you come to our booth, we're more than happy to say prayers with you and, to, and to, for you and your friends and your family. We've got a cocktail party tonight that we, we're, we're promoting and a breakfast tomorrow morning. It's a prayer and praise breakfast tomorrow morning. We're selling tickets at our booth. So we thank you for everything. Now, you guys, this is kind of heavy material. A lot of you probably have to let that really sink in. But just remember Isaiah 58. God's got your back. All you need to do is to lean in. So thank you so much for everybody. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your, thank you. Well, that was pretty awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> for Dr. Sherry Tenpenny.
Okay. I saw that there was a bunch of time left here, and I, now I know why. But we don't need to watch this other stuff, right? Okay. So let's go back here and hide that and bring my mug back onto the screen. Um, <clears throat> that was awesome. Both of the ladies were awesome. And it's so neat watching Lady Doctor stand up. If you look, you know, there's, uh, you know, there's the, I forget names now, but there's five or six men that are really out there, you know, promoting, not taking the shot, telling people that it's, you know, it's a kill shot and everything else. And um, there's scads of women out there doing it. Um, there was a, a video I was going to show tonight, but I'm not going to. Um, and it was of a nurse a female nurse uh, talking to a senator before um, before the Senate. And she was going into this litany of uh, things. She went to work in um, New York City when the pandemic, I hate to use that word, um, when the sickness really started to get going. And, uh, oh, I'm sorry, folks. <clears throat> you know by now, and I'm starting to run out of gas, but um, anyway, and she was working in hospitals and she saw the malfeasance and, um, and all the lying and all the cheating and everything that went on and how they were killing patients and not feeding patients, not bathing patients and, and the whole nine yards. And, um, so she was testifying in front of or the Senate, which I thought was really neat. And you could say, well, yeah, most nurses are women, which is true. But this lady, man, she was amazing. She just kept talking about um, everything that she'd seen, everything that she'd seen. And then, you know, going into how nurses, we always, um, our kind of motto is do no harm. Well, that's that's uh, the Hippocratic oath, do no harm, do, do no harm, excuse me. And... Um, so she uh, she really went into it, and um, I was happy to see that. I really was. But um, see, there's a stigma in in healthcare, uh, and nurses are stuck kind of kind of stuck. Let's just put it that way, <clears throat> because you have the patient that you're trying to take care of, and most of the time you get a pretty good doctor, okay. But sometimes the doctors are real busters. Okay, and what they'll do is they, they make it hard on you because uh, they have a certain mindset. What did she say? She said that she brought a patient in, and it was a 10-year-old boy, and he had a heart attack. And the doctor was arguing with the nurse. You know, well, 10-year-olds don't have heart attacks. So she showed him the EKG, which was going all over the place. And, uh, no, 10-year-olds no, don't have heart attacks. And she said she had to spend all, basically her whole shift trying to convince this stupid doctor that this kid had a heart attack. And I guess finally he capitulated and agreed with her. But um, and this, but that's what nurses have to deal with a lot of times because doctors often are prideful, not always, okay? There's some really good doctors out there. My, my personal physician is a very good doctor. Um, but, and, and they... They've tried things and they've worked so that, you know, um, I'm trying to think of a 
um, an example, but maybe that's not necessary. And um, pardon the, uh, the little dog crying down there. She just wants to go to bed, and we will soon. But uh, anyway, um, so these doctors, you know, they'll try one thing, it'll work. But, you know, it's kind of, oh, here, you're jacking your car up to change a tire. You know, there's several places where you can put the jack. Okay. Um, come here. You want the people to see you? Come on. Come on. I'll show you off. Okay. Then you pipe down. Okay. So, um, you know, many places where you can lift the car up. And uh, just because it worked in one place for you doesn't mean that's the only place it'll work. You know, and Oh, well, look at the whole um, hydroxychloroquine debacle, you know. It, you know what's funny? They, they were complaining the other day that uh, the people south of the um, the desert there in Africa, sub-Saharan Africa, sub-Saharan Africa, um, are refusing to take the shot. Well, why do you think that is? Just, you know. You know, we'll do the Jeopardy thing and, you know, count down 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Okay, you've had enough time. Um, why do you think that is? Well, where's malaria? Malaria is in the jungle. What is that area? It's all jungle. Okay, until you get kind of South Africa in that area. But um, And uh, what do they take for malaria? Hydroxychloroquine. So, yeah, it doesn't. They don't need the shot down there because hydroxychloroquine is keeping them from getting COVID-19. <laughs> it's that easy. You know, I know that. You know it now if you don't didn't know it before. And But these doctors are, well, the ADA says that we can't get And, and the ADA, you know, is always right. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. You know. <laughs> Nobody is always anything, okay? But that's what doctors do. You know, they, you go through eight, six, seven, eight years of school, right? You think you've attained all the knowledge that you need. And any right-minded person would say, okay, I'm going to relax for a little while. Two, three, four, five years. I don't want to learn anything else because I'm tired of learning, Okay. But they do have to learn. They have to continue to learn, um, continued education. And so with that in mind, they're constantly, and where do you get continued education? You usually get it from sources like the ADA. Wait a minute, AMA, ADA is the American Dental Association. Well, dentists, you know, uh, although they don't give COVID shots. Um, so the AMA, um, uh, you name it, there's uh, journals that come out of New England and different colleges. And, uh, you know, uh, the government, you know, the CDC sends out publications, the uh, National Institute of Health. And, and boy, if you start believing them, then, you know, you need to get your head examined. But um, anyway, so they're only as good as the information that they get and they take the easy way many times uh, to read these articles and I don't know if you've ever read a peer review article <laughs> they're boring as hell 
And uh, the person that writes it always waits till the end to, to um, summarize what their findings are. So I don't blame a doctor if he just skips right to the last paragraph and reads, you know, because a lot of it is, is worthless dribble as far as I'm concerned. Um, so what's to say that they don't do that with other articles and stuff like that? Anyway, um, a lot of doctors are very prideful. You know, I spent all this money. I got this degree. You know, I'm, I'm walking on top of the world. Um, there used to be a joke. What's the difference between God and a doctor? God doesn't think he's a doctor. Okay. There's a lot of doctors out there with God complexes. And um, so you got pride. You've got um, well, hypocrisy. That came to word, came to mind. But you have, um, oh, I'm trying to think of the other word. Oh, well. Uh, anyway, so you got all these things going through a doctor's mind or a doctor's personality. And um, many times those things are detrimental. Like that nurse said, you know, I spent my whole shift trying to convince this doctor that this kid had a heart attack. The EKG said he had a heart attack. His blood work said he had a heart attack. <laughs> you know, uh, there's the evidence. You know, why can't you listen to the evidence? And say with the hydroxychloroquine in sub-Saharan Africa. They take it for malaria. They're not getting COVID. Hey, you know, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure this stuff out. But um, anyway, I just really appreciated these two ladies talking and um, and and the wealth of knowledge that they disposed to all of us. You know, um, it's my prayer that um, maybe you jotted down the websites that they were at, or you know. Um, because they were clearly written on the top, but you had enough time if you needed it. But, um, and then you'll go back and maybe watch it two or three, <laughs> watch this two or three more times, because uh, they're those interviews are on here. Um, and then go to their web pages. I know, um, Dr. Madey, because I wrote it down, I'm gonna, um, Carrie, C A R R I E M A D E J dot com. That's easy enough. Um, anyway, um, I'm trying to see if there's anything else I wrote on here that might be advantageous to tell you about. I am going to look for that book, The Rape of the Mind. That's, that's evidence right there that they've been planning this since before I was born. Ooh, long time. Uh, anyway, folks, I'm going to go ahead and end it here. But I hope that you got something out of what was what we watched tonight. Um, I hope and pray that uh, you'll be able to use that information to talk to relatives, friends, and those few that are still on the fence about whether they get the shot or not. <laughs> there are not many of them anymore. Um, and, well, that's it. Folks, thank you for, for listening. Thank you for coming and spending your time to hear me babble, but most of all, to listen to the doctors talk. And I just pray that um, that things start to change even faster than they're changing already and that um, this whole COVID thing within the next year or something will be a thing of the past. And that someone will step in and arrest all these criminals and, and all that good stuff. But um, 
Anyway, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May he watch your going out, your coming in, your rising up, your lying down. And may he give you the peace that passes all understanding. In Yeshua's holy name, amen and amen. Have a good weekend, folks, and we'll see you on Monday night, if not before. Okay? Good night, and Yahweh bless. <laughs>